everybody to Weave You Yasha. We're going to talk about episode 76, Target, Sashomaru, and Inuyasha. Uh, a lot happens in this episode, so we're going to go through each and everything as quick as possible. Right, Lindsay? Hi, Sean. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. <laughs> Did I introduce myself? I can't remember. I'm moving. I'm, here we go. So you seem to be talking a little faster than normal. <laughs> you told me about all the crap you had to do today. We got we to gotta go. We got to do this. Kagome, captured, cats everywhere, our group split up. Oh yeah, who are those little glowing eyes in the cage with her? Turns out nothing. (laughs) They're just the villagers in a secret village. Secret village? Apparently. (laughs) That was weird. And random. Was it their barrier or was it the cat's barrier? It had to have been the cat's barrier. Their barrier was just the forest. And their own sense of secrecy. So I guess the cats just stumbled across it and said, this will be great to lug our giant corpse and put in the center of town and put a table in front of. I know. How long have those people been imprisoned? Ten minutes. Oh, okay. No, probably like two days, three days. Do you think they were feeding them? Because I don't think they were feeding them. Moroku, the only thing we have to go off is Moroku says it looks like people still live here. Yeah, well, it looked like someone was in the middle of making dinner. Like, there were radishes everywhere. And they just kind of stole in and threw everyone in jail. So they're probably super hungry. Because when they were probably hungry because it was, like, dinner time, they were making dinner. And they didn't even get to eat it. And yeah. And they've been, like, locked up for two days. And you know when you get pre-hungry, and you're like, ooh, I'm going to eat that. And then yeah. there's a doorbell. And then you get up, and you answer the door. And it's like, why does my mouth taste weird? <laughs> So the real tragedy of this arc was the poor villagers. Yeah, the cats did a lot of evil things, but the most evil thing was interrupting a dinner. (laughs) Give me ten minutes, and then you can go about your corpse plan. I'll give you a table. Yeah, you think cats can hold a grudge for seven generations? A hungry person? Eight generations. (laughs) Slightly more. <laughs> so Inuyasha breaks the barrier. Yeah, it works. And Koga says, bye, and runs Thanks. ahead. <laughs> On my way to steal your girl. <laughs> and uh, luckily, Kilala arrives. Although Inuyasha doesn't like catch a ride. He just goes back to running. Yep, they all just head towards the thing ahead. They don't know it's a town, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how they get split up at this point, but... The gang makes it to the town. Koga doesn't. Yeah. Well, I guess he gets stuck in, like, the flower barrier. He gets stuck in a magical forest. They each get one of the siblings to fight. <laughs> That's how you say it, right? Siblings. Yeah, they explore the castle town. Cat-tack happens. Mm-hmm. Cat-tack. Inuyasha protects Shippo. I wrote that down. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> Shippo is like running away from oh, all the stuff. He throws down a smoke he did bomb. His ninja bomb. That's right. And it didn't work. So then Inuyasha goes, Shippo! And kills a bunch of cats with his uh, wind scar. <laughs> Those poor cats. They were so cute. And in their Mar- little outfits. 
Yeah. I'm sure if you just pet them, they'd be fine. Nobody tried that. Scratch under their chin. They, they'll, they'll forget about attacking. Yep. Yeah, so Inuyasha saves Shippo and gets yelled at by Moroku. Says, hey, watch that thing. You're going to destroy one of the buildings that Kagome's trapped in. Oh, they don't know where Kagome's trapped in. Well, she could be anywhere, after all. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Karen. Karen's being a real bitch. I can say that, right? <laughs> Dustin, you listening? Well, she mentions the upcoming sacrifice, and then... Sacrifice. <laughs> Since he was going to eat them. Uh... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Uh, she throws down a smoke screen that dampens the smell of everything, and then uh, Sashomaru shows up in the cat's oh, retreat. I wrote, of course it's a trap, because they were all leading them right there. It's a cat trap. But it's weird that they're leading them. Like, here's the whole problem with this plan. You don't need Sashomaru and everybody to be there for the giant thing to wake up. All you needed was the jewel shards. Yeah, but I guess if you wanted the giant thing to wake up and then kill Sashomaru, I guess it helps to have him there already. What if they... <laughs> no, here's the... Th- I guess we can talk about it in the next episode when the thing wakes up, but... <laughs> Spoiler I mean, alert! And I'm going to compare it to a James Bond movie. I'm ever so sorry, but well, I guess we'll get to no that. I, I, hey, it's not quite a tangent if I can directly tie it. <laughs> Speaking of table, there's a table in this that they set in front of a giant corpse cat. Yeah, what's on it? Candles? Candles, the jewel shards, a plate. Plate. Yep, that plate's oh, the important Oh, maybe part. they were expecting them to have better table manners as he consumed all the sacrifices, so they were going to... Yeah, they were going to have a guy come by and say, now this one we found, <laughs> and tell a little story Your about appetizer. it. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. <laughs> But that's not what happens now. Uh, Hachi and Miyoga arrive. Oh, wait. Oh, first, um, I guess the brothers argue, I wrote down. It's Shomaru and Inuyasha. That's the problem with this episode. It's all over the place. And it's yeah. hard to keep track of the next thing that happens. Like, at first, Shomaru seems like he's being a little protective, where he's like, go home, this isn't your war. Mm-hmm. But he's still mad, it sounds like. That... But yeah, and now it sounds mad because Inuyasha slept through the last war. Jockin gets stepped on for suggesting an alliance. He gets stepped on a lot in this arc. Yeah, it's funny. Or at least these last two episodes. <laughs> so now Hachi and Miyoga arrive. So Miyoga can explain what happened. Yeah. Uh, this was pointed out on the Wikia page. I think there's a screw up here. Because he talks about the eons ago war. But there was Sashomaru, right? Sashomaru was there, but his narration says that he wasn't there. Yeah. And he I'm turns like, into the dog. And, that is not in a Taisho. And I didn't um, look closely enough, but the same thing also says he has the Tensega as he's there in the eons. And oh. he's not supposed to have it yet at that point. But he was supposed to have it 50 years ago, right? I don't know. When did he get it? I can't remember when it says. How did he get it? After his dad's death. Yeah, but did he have to go into a tomb oh, wait a to get it? No. Did Miyoga like, give it to him? Did <laughs> Me- Dad give it to him? Maybe Miyoga did give it to him. And Totosai. Maybe Totosai gave it to him. Well, he's kept it. My I mean, lord. He didn't, even though he wants the other one, he didn't just throw it away. Who knows? <laughs> Miyoga also suggests the alliance. Miyoga runs away. 
And the gang oh, surprise. <laughs> the gang realizes far too late that it means that fireballs are coming at them. Which burns Hachi. Your girlfriend. And uh, yeah, Karen. Again, just wow, not even a fair fight. Oh yeah, Hachi loses all his concentration and turns back into his tanuki form. Yeah, and they fall into a building. We don't see them again until the next episode, right? Because then they're captured, aren't they? Uh, Wait, doesn't Sango and Maroku get electrocuted by the Thundercats? Oh, you're right. Yeah, they all stay awake. Uh, Inuyasha's the one who gives chase to Karen. Uh, Koga also suggests the alliance. Or his gang does, rather. Oh, yeah. And he's the one who's like, no. And Royakon shows up. <gasps> no, because oh, Koga's like, dude, no, I'm not going to go team up. And they're like, no, no. You go and offer your help to them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, no. And then, yes, little Ruyakon. It's hard for me to have sympathy for this guy anymore because he's Why? a little too clingy. <laughs> it, yeah. He just wants to help. It's true. He feels bad. He kind of does one thing, which is vomit dogs that reveals uh, Shinru. What's her name? Shunran. Uh, Sashomaru talks with Torin, faces off with Jaken and his staff. They do those dueling oh, ice and fire yes. thing, but Jaken is overpowered. And Sashomaru saves him mm -hmm. from all those ice shards. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mentioned in the previous episode that the woman who does the voice of Motoko from Ghost in the Shell does Torin's voice in mm. this. You can really hear it in these next two episodes. And it's... I don't know if this is okay to say. I don't know how good she is of a voice actress. I think that's... It works in Ghost in the Shell because it comes across as robotic. Which she's a cyborg, so... But in this, eh, doesn't quite match up with her character who seems to be taking a lot of joy in this revenge scheme. It's the other brother. Get him. Oh. Hmm little flat so a bunch of fights are happening inuyasha punches karen in the face <laughs> so i guess that's fine <laughs> he didn't punch her with a table <laughs> good point <laughs> i just i remember there's an episode where we we're talking about punching girls oh yeah koga's fine with it i don't know if inuyasha but then you were like no he punched uh Europe. Yeah, you're of the demon That's here. That's right. I think if you're a demon, all bets are off. Yeah, it's true. She is a demon. Karen, Karen's trying to kill them. She threw a fireball at their friends. Yeah. She singed poor Hachi. Yeah, and the town's burning to the ground. Oh. <laughs> so even if this all goes well and the villagers can return home. It's a real Pyrrhic victory. <laughs> Thanks, guys. They can't even go make dinner because their house is burnt down. Well, some of it will be cooked. <laughs> Maybe overcooked. <laughs> Making lemonade. You cook lemonade, right? Shuron knocks the gang down with lightning. That's how he takes care oh, of. That's right. Yeah, so I think Shippo and everybody were just in a building somewhere, knocked out this whole time. Uh, Torin and Sashomaru have a little flashback. Uh, Sashomaru accepts help from demons. Here's news of his brother. Well, he sees Jaken running up. Roycon's also having flashbacks, and the demons were forced back in that battle. But Koga doesn't. He just says, "I don't care about any of this. Why are you even?" 
So the Rorikan goes fine and vomits a bunch of dogs, which I forgot he could do. <laughs> and <laughs> sends them to. They look like wolves. I thought yeah. they were wolves. They are wolves. Koga's like, dude, I'm the only one with wolves. <laughs> I don't need your help. Koga just doesn't like anybody to help him. <laughs> Koga likes to be the best. And he is the best, isn't he? Isn't he? Sitting cross-legged on a rock with his little furry miniskirt. Shouting. Showing I, some thigh. Mm, shouting I love you from the mountaintop in a, in a fantasy sequence that didn't actually happen. <laughs> so he jumps up. He loves that move, too. Oh, yeah. Because he jumped out of uh, the out of Kagura's the tornado of bones. Yeah. And he catches, what's her name? Flower Girl. <laughs> Flower Girl. Using my favorite spring power, uh, scent and confusion. Yeah, because at first I'm like, dude, how'd they get out of that? But then I remember they were just like, eh, I can't smell anything but flowers. <laughs> so they can't get out of the woods, and Moroku and Sango are thrown in a cell. What's going to happen? At least they find Kagome. Yeah. And she's like, ah! I am surprised that Moroku wakes up and sees unconscious Sango, and he pats her cheek, her face cheek, I not her butt cheek. Could have sworn we were gonna get butt pat number six in this, but we didn't. He or was eighty-six, if you were going by my count. There's probably a bunch we didn't see. <laughs> we're not even talking boob grabs. But he could always argue. I knew that would wake you up. She's going to get a boyfriend or something soon. Only you, Sango, two episodes from now. I don't know anything else about that episode, except she finds her own Koga. <laughs> I bet it's going to be a square, though. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Oh, and then we find out that all the scary, menacing eyes in the cage with Kagome are just hungry people. She didn't need to be worried at all. And they're all worried they're going to be sacrificed to uh, some kind of giant cat. Sacrifice. Oh, I've already forgotten. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, Jokin's lost. He can't find Sashomaru San Samar. <gasps> no! And the cats almost kill him, and then Inuyasha saves him. Yeah. Oh, that was cute. But then grabs him and threatens him. Now, what happened 50 years ago? Tell me. And Jokin says, oh, I told your brother about your death, quote-unquote. And how you fell in love with a human woman. And Sashomaru, disgusted, stepped on me. Again. Yeah. I mean, Sashomaru is kind of on the fence, I think, with uh, embracing Inuyasha as his brother. And I think, really, had Inuyasha, like, been there to fight the Panthers, that maybe they could have mended those broken bonds. Probably. And, but... Yeah. Inuyasha could have shown that, hey, I'm not as powerful as you, but I'm still willing to help you. Yep. But instead he went and fell in love with the mortal woman and took a nap under a tree. Sashomaru is such a jingoist, uh, uh, a uh, beast racist, if you will, that I think the news of he fell in love with a human woman, ugh, typical. Like father, like son. I know. But he loves his father so much. The shards are laid at the giant corpse, and uh, the gang arrives. Cliffhanger. So, I think you could take two minutes from this episode and stitch it to the next episode without losing too much. 
just mainly the parts where Moroku and Sango get captured. Everyone Did you break split the barrier? up. Yep. You know, there's a, there's a couple people on Reddit who are remixing the show, re-editing it. I didn't know there was this entire subculture on the internet, but they take things and do fan edits. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. But they're, he's trying to uh, combine a bunch of Inuyasha episodes and taking out all of the recaps and all of the extraneous uh, scenes. This episode, I started remembering, like, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe this is why I didn't really like the Panther Starting demon to arc. see why. Which is kind of a shame, because I like the setup. But yeah. I think this arc overstays its welcome, and three are unnecessary. Yeah, they had a really promising... I think because so, so much happened in our previous episode, and then nothing really happened in this episode. Nope. And honestly, I don't think a lot happens in the next one. No, there's a lot of build-up to a fight. Yeah. But there are a couple things I like about that fight itself. But we'll get to that in the next episode. Uh, wow. Our shortest episode yet, maybe. Our shortest wow, and episode. if you cut out the tangents. <laughs> I don't go on tangents, Lindsay. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, the director of True Detective Season 1 is doing the next James Bond movie, which, in my mind, is a much better choice than Danny Boyle. There's another James Bond movie? I thought... Mr. Craig was done. Yep, he's doing one more because oh. someone set a bag of money in front of him and said, please, we'll kill your character off. <gasps> I don't think they're going to do that. Okay. They'd kill Captain America, but they are probably not going to kill James Bond. Hey, remember when you mentioned tangents that I would cut out? Uh-huh. Are we cutting this out? <laughs> I, we might be. But it's our goose that laid the golden egg. <laughs> Thank you for spending your time with me. Would you like to say something in Japanese? I'm leaving. 